Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the final Zoom meeting episode. Until we, yeah. reach, our, we reach our private studio at an undisclosed location. Very undisclosed. I think we're doing it with uh, and Pat McAfee's place. But anyways. Right, right, right. We actually got bought out. Bought out. <laughs> we bought out his studio. Exactly. I watch those guys. So honestly, that might be the most the place I watch the most sports stuff. I love that Pat McAfee show. They're hysterical. Especially no, they're when, great. Like, when they have Aaron Rodgers on there, bro, it's a great time. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't talk to anybody. So that's got to say something when he's consistently making appearances on the Pat McAfee show. He like barely talked before like the last season or whatever. So what are you taking out of these? Ready? Either Pat McAfee show, right? And then the ESPN ones. Honestly, let's leave that one out. What are your favorite ESPN show we got? What? The Herd? Colin Coward. Uh, that is slowly becoming that's slowly becoming one of my least favorite shows. <laughs> because he slanders to it. Move on. He that. slanders to it, and his takes are getting astonishing worse. But like, honestly, that makes it part horrible. of entertainment. Like I don't only grade off of like the takes. Like, yeah, but then it's but it's also like, like what are you doing? Like, what, what what are you saying? Yeah, like, I know. I think but sometimes I enjoy that just so I can get like it keeps you interested. If everything was good factual takes, it would be boring. Let's be real. Sure. But it's also like I'm saying in terms of it's like his agenda is like it's all agenda. That's it. <laughs> and then you have what first take with with uh, Stephen A and Max Kellerman and Molly. My apologies. Mm-hmm. Shout out Molly. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> she, uh, she's so great in her role. Jalen Rose really carried her to fame. <laughs> yeah. And, and even then, the Jill, is Jill was that good at his job? Uh, oh I don't know. He's got a fresh cut though. I think he gets. I think he has a oh, okay, he, gets, he gets a new haircut every day. I'm pretty sure. But he has a brother consistently does his fade every day. Have you ever oh, seen yeah, a hair yeah. hair out of place on that fade? It's like it's do I care? That clean. I don't think I no, care. That's not the point. Know. I'm just saying though. No. It's it's a clean cut. Okay. You got that little like swoosh thing going on. Thank you for letting me know. I did not know. I didn't. I wasn't. I never thought in my mind. I was like, "Man, who cuts Jalen Rose's hair?" Or either that, or like how Drake has that, like the heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. But anyways, okay. Let's, besides the okay, yeah, okay, okay. Um. Then we got, and then also Skip and Shannon. That's another good one. Because they have uh, an interesting dynamic. Like it's honestly, I would never like before it became a show. I could never see this being a thing, and I love it. Yeah, uh, I don't like all. Well, obviously the herd for but, like, comedy. I don't like. All I'm gonna have to go skip in Shannon. I'm talking in terms of entertainment. I think they're the most entertaining duo to watch. I'll throw a curveball in. Uh, pardon the interruption on ESPN. They probably have the best takes. They had the best takes, and I just like them as personalities. Although I, I think, disagree with a lot of Mike Will, what Mike Wilbon says. But I think first take has the best, best blend of entertainment takes. Uh, like they say some blasphemous stuff. Don't get me wrong. The Tom also has his moments where he like overtakes the analytics, and Stephen A overtakes the emotions. But at the same time, it, I, I'm I'm a Stephen A guy. It's it's a good it's a good show. It's a good blend. <sighs> Like I, I try to give this uh, undisputed Skip and Shannon 
I give them opportunities. They're hysterical, I'm like, though. But the, I'm, I'm like, I love I, them. I, 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 like, I like Shannon Sharp. I like them. But it's like, I hate Skip Bayless That's with a passion. Skip Bayless is awful. I just can't. The only moment he I like Skip Bayless is when he horrible. was Drip Bayless for a couple of days. And that might have been the funniest thing ever. And he had the chains on. Drip and then there's Bayless first take. And then there's first take. And I, every time I, uh, I'm on ESPN, my like I'm in the kitchen eating breakfast, and it's always on ESPN. I'm like, okay, tear, tear, that's off. I'm watching just regular sports. So I can never watch that show. It's just an absolute cluster of just I, – I hate it. I, I just, just don't like it. But speaking of Skip and Shannon, how about – Maybe Julio it's in the background. Call, I'll watch I'm it. saying, though, how about Julio calling in to Shannon? Shannon calling into Julio. No, my apologies. And, and want, potentially wants, breaching a, uh, a law in privacy in California, which is not ideal, I was saying, though, but do you entertainment. Think, do, I think I'm pretty sure. Honestly, well, first off, I wouldn't be surprised if it was scripted. But second off, the reason why I don't think so is Julio is like the most drama-free, you know, staple Nick Saban guy where he's not going to cause any issues, go about his business and handle everything behind the scenes. Right? He doesn't go out yeah. to social media and complain. But I don't know. How do you not tell the guy he's I'd be pissed if I was Julio, honestly. How do you yeah. not tell the guy he's on on yeah. national television? And, and, isn't Shin, Shin his uncle? Is it is there like a family relationship or something? Not that I'm aware of. I, I forgot. I thought he's, I don't know, but yeah, like how do you feel as Julio? Well, I think like, he, I like, think he like called wanna... him. I think he called him his uncle, but that's just kind of what you call okay. the old heads, okay. you know? It's like okay. that kind of thing. All right, all right, okay, okay. Um, yeah, like if I was Julio, I, I would be, I'd be ticked off. Like you know, you're trying to keep this under wraps. Like there's like the reports, but you didn't want that to leak out. Like you definitely did not want that. The making fun of Dallas was pretty funny though. It was funny. It was really it was like funny. Everybody liked that. Oh, everyone did. But it's also <laughs> it's, it's also like. Come on, man. Come on, Shannon. You know, it's the craziest part, though. Like, just talking about the trades in general, he's they're not going to get a first for Julio Jones. So, right, you're going to get... I, w- I would be shocked that they got... Like, I didn't think they were going to get how, one. How do you not pull... It? Let's say they're asking for a two or even a three for Julio. How do you not pull the trigger on that for your GM? And people are like, oh, you only get like a year or two. He's a little past prime. He's 32. If I get a year or two of Julio Jones, I'm taking it. How do you? Know? I I I think it was. I think maybe this year with the injuries and also I think the big one's the cap hit at, at his age, and at the wide receiver position. I think that's just the Wait, the you big. Not restructure it. If if that's like an agreement, maybe you're like, oh hey, okay, Julio, we have this offer. They're probably gonna accept. Are you willing to take restructure your contract? I bet you some of those GMs like if, are having those conversations. You're a good team. I know. Not even I know. I'm. I'd be very surprised if Julio is not willing to restructure. If you're telling him he can go to a Super Bowl ready team, I would think so too. He'd be like, "Sign me up." That's what he wants to win at this point in his career. He's trust me. He's got the bag at this point. He's got the money. Yeah, and he's trust me. If he takes a couple million dollars less, I think yeah, he, God I forbid don't think he'll start. Yeah, God forbid you take a. Four million, five million dollar pay cut. God forbid you're and making what 10, well. like 11, 12 million. But oh, though, no. If you're like, if you are, let's say Baltimore, why are you not ready to do this immediately? Maybe also he has his favorite. Imagine you see him go to Kansas City. I don't think you have any money left. It's they not, don't have any room. It's not even possible. Well, no, well, well, Kansas City has like imaginary money. So, like, they don't That's have a cap. They, they, they don't have a cap. 
But I exactly. imagine you saw like, Julio would probably take like a league mint to go to Kansas City. I swear to he God. would. He would. That would like, be like Le'Veon Bell took like a, a league mint last that, year. That's the only thing that they're missing from that offense. What is a once again? I know I know Tyreek is a phenomenal ball threat, and he's shown to and deep threat. I mean, and he's shown people to go one on one and go up and get it over guys. But the only hole in that offense is no one over the top. <laughs> they don't need anyone. Person, there's no holes. But if you can argue anything, it'd be an over the top receiver. Like Kelsey could do it, and Tyree could do it at times. But what? They don't need any speed. They don't need any backs. They don't need a quarterback. If they add Julio Jones, it's like the last stone on the Infinity Gauntlet, like where they can go sixteen and zero. Well, I I think they don't they don't need them. They don't. Once again, they're a 14 win team, probably. But this is like the piece that'll be like they will just wipe everybody. Well, they kind of wiped everyone last year, and then they still what, what lost one, two games, two. Wow, and the Super Bowl, but they fixed yeah, but the offensive all- line. Apparently, they got what Orlando Brown and somebody else. Orlando Brown, Joe Tooney. Uh, they didn't, I think they signed someone else. You got to be careful because a lot of teams have done stuff like this, especially like bad franchises where they bring in a lot of big name offensive linemen, and chemistry is kind of a concern at times. So we'll see how it works out. You never can be 100% sure that good linemen can work together well. Yeah, but it's when you're Kansas City, it doesn't matter. When you have good coaching, we have all yeah. that, it's fine. And so. Mahomes just needs that small window. We've seen what he can do. Man. The guy was running around front, like would have zero time to throw the ball and was what that like sidearm underhand throw. He can make it happen. But once again, you don't want to get the guy hurt. If Mahomes goes down, there goes your season. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Do you think how how like who do you think is the favorite to win the Super Bowl right now? No, 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 no. To land uh, Julio, I think that he's the only thing that could keep Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. You think so? That that's like that's a little bit of a dark horse right there. If, um, if they can make that happen, well, first off, I'll get to their other issues in a second. But right. if they can, I think Aaron Rodgers is like, okay, uh, I'm going to make it work if you give him Julio Jones and you have Devontae Adams. Because Devontae Adams is not a one-on-one, like, over-the-top guy. He's a very route-running, great hands, technical receiver. And then just a guy, Julio's a guy, once again, just throw it up in the sky, and if it's in his radius, it's coming down with it. That's, like, the perfect lethal combination. You basically have like two top five receivers in the league. Hmm. Yeah. But the thing is, though, why that might not work is the problems in Green Bay aren't even about the receiver. I don't know if you saw Rodgers. I forget what show he's on. But he was talking about the issues in Green Bay. It's not even. Was it on Sports Center? I think it was on Sports Center. I, I think it was interviewed. But it's 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 beyond the players. He even talked about he likes Jordan Love. It's not even about the pick. It's the management. They have zero respect for guys yeah. who been there for 16 years. Alex Smith was on, I forget what show on ESPN, but he was saying it's just inexcusable how they treated him. I don't. He's like I don't he, he was on him. he was on the the herd. He was on college. He was on, that's where it was. It was on the herd. I knew I was watching it somewhere. I was watching ESPN. I couldn't remember what show it was on. But yeah, I mean, first off, I I just I don't understand it. How you like how you treat a guy like that who's been there once again, what sixteen years Hall of Fame quarterback? If he retires today, MVPs. like 13, 14, but same shit. No, I think it's sixteen now. He was oh, drafted. Oh, 
Oh I was no, watching, it is sixteen. I was watching, I was watching I, the McAfee Shoreline. He said yeah, sixteen, I, so I just kind I of forgot, I, for, I forgot. He was drafted 05, so yeah, it makes sense. You kind of forget he sat a couple of years. That's true. Well, a year and a half, something like that. Two years. Oh, like oh, that was like 08. That was like three. That was three years. It was three years, right? I wasn't sure if it was. It was like two. Or I'm pretty sure he came in midseason. I don't. Did he start right at the like he came at the end of a year? As the regular starter, it was 08, so three years. My apologies. Oh, you see my better? I was a little bit more. Yeah, um, thank you. It's just disgusting, though. I Honestly, I would find it hysterical if he just packed it up, went to, like, Minnesota in a trade deal, and just absolutely just ran. Once again, they would never trade him in division. or just, But I'm saying, though, to a team that would play Green Bay and just annihilate them. That'd be funny. That'd be really loves, funny. Once again, he loves his teammates, loves the fans, loves Green Bay. It's just the management shows him zero respect. You see now, he's not even at OTAs. He was on vacation he's, with somebody I saw. Miles Teller. That's right. And his uh, fiance wife? I don't know. I don't She's know. She's an actress. Background details. Yeah, no, I know who, like, the concept, but I don't know, like, the, the, the details. Rodgers, though, is the kind of guy, he's got other stuff going on in his life where if he retire, he could honestly just be like, I'm retiring and go host Jeopardy full-time. He could do that, that. He, he said that that's his dream. He wants to be a full-time host of Jeopardy eventually. I think it would, do, I think it would be, be great. I'd watch more Jeopardy. I, I, Jeopardy's the kind of show I watch it like randomly later in the day, answer a couple questions, especially if it's a category you know, it's a good time. When I was that when I was working at the diner, they they would play on Monday on like Monday nights around like five six o'clock. That's an old people. Oh, that was beyond, yeah. That's old people dinner. That's, that's more like four or five or stuff. Yeah, yeah, like five. Yeah, that's true. It's amazing though. But shifting from football, I don't think there's anything else really going on there. It's kind of like uh, a lull. I don't want to talk about the whole Tua Colin Coward stuff because I've already dove, I've driven deep pits. You're just going to say the same things. Exactly. It's not worth it. But talking about basketball, the postseason has been not the postseason, I'm saying the, the playoffs have been just electric. Ain't baseball. As of right now, the current moment, Miami is getting absolutely washed by Milwaukee again. That series has been ridiculous. We're watching at your house. Milwaukee's three point shooters going to see Forbes came out of the blue, hit like five threes mm-hmm. in a row. It's just been insane. Giannis doesn't even have to exert himself at this point because they're just wiping them. And I, yeah. like, once again, I knew Milwaukee. Like, I had no doubt in my mind that Milwaukee's going to win possibly in four or five games. But, like, they shouldn't be getting washed like In this. the fashion that they're getting just – Like, they're if, they got swept, if they got swept or lost in five games, so be it. But to get – to lose by 20, 30-plus every game is just inexcusable. Our hero looks like a bum. Just wh- Jimmy Butler's not playing that great. I mean, no. Bam out of bio seems to be the only anchor on the team right now. Nobody's doing anything. Trevor Reza is just like existing. Trevor Reza is, is always there for like teams that have like around one exit. Like that's not even the point. The the most exciting franchise right now, not franchise right now, um, series right now is Atlanta, New York, easily. Oh, yeah. Like as much as I hate the Knicks, god damn, is it fun when they're good? It's fun when they're good. MSG was sweet. It's like now we're sweet. seeing the like Trey Young's villain origin story. 
Yeah, he's he's the modern like day Reggie okay Miller, man. Walking off, he's like, we're gonna wait to see me in the A. Like it's gonna be. Has, I hope this goes seven games. I hope so too. Has ever anyone ever called Atlanta the A, or is it just? I don't know. We're not from Atlanta. Yeah, that's true. Nowhere near Atlanta, but uh, uh we're from yeah. I hope so too. If they win, I'm going to get a trade on jersey. Mark my words on that. I'll keep you accountable. <laughs> it's gonna be a real one, but I'll get it. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> That all right, all right, bro. It's it's just insane to watch. It's that I like I like I don't know. I don't want the Knicks to win the series, but I want them to win enough games where it holds on. But where's Julius Randle been? That's their all star. What, what is he doing? The first game he shot two twenty six. The next game he had like thirteen points. It was invisible. If they if it wasn't for D Rose, they lose that game. D Rose had almost like thirty mm-hmm. points, like twenty six, something like that, thirty. 28. Uh, he balled out. Dero's been a guy. I, I veteran leadership like, yeah. always shines through in the posts. That's it. People that have been there. Dero's has been there. He's been there for highs and lows. Mm. Like oh, yeah. Who's that shot he hit where there's that signature photo where he's straight faced? He, bu- he hit that bank buzzer beer. He's just like this in the crowd. I don't know. Come on. He I had that it. huge bank buzzer. He was on the I missed Bulls. It. it was like his last season there before he actually went to New York. Oh, I forgot. But do you know, like, uh, the scenario I'm talking about? Nope. I've probably seen it, but it's not clicking to me. It was a meme forever. It's literally D-Rose making this straight-ass video. I've probably seen it. I just... We'll handle this later. This is a different time. But... Yeah, I hope so. Go... Let, let Trey Young, bro. I, I want to see the best for him. Those um, Trey Young's balding chants were hysterical. Um, the garden is just electric. The fans are just, just going off. It was like it's like what Toronto was a couple of years ago. It reminded me of with all the people outside. But it's just yeah. different. The atmosphere is louder. New York is. It's the other thing that amazes me too. How willing the fans would come back, like how they have such a strong, dedicated fan base for how terrible they've been. First playoff one in eight years. I mean, that's just New York for that, you. That, that's what the orange and blue teams in New York do to you. That might have been... It, it, I'm not wrong. Worst, that might have been the worst comparison of all time. But the thing is, though... It's I will true. Get, it's I will true. Get the Mets fans are very loyal. I'll give you that. But it's not the same as the Knicks. It's not the same as the Knicks, but the Mets... Everybody and anybody from New York... Rep, you had to watch. You had to watch that playoff run, man. Anybody from New York reps the Knicks. Anybody from anywhere one from New York reps the Yankees. The Yankees is the brand and the logo for New York in terms of any sport. Okay, relax. Okay, relax, relax, relax. You I'm not trying to say that. I'm not trying to say that. That's why I meant to say. I didn't mean it's not on the same tier. Oh, but of, it's the same of course, idea. of course, you spend it with the New York stuff with them. Of course, you did. Of course, I'm, you I'm did. gonna post that quote on the thing with like your face. Yeah, yeah. Say that in quotes with no context whatsoever. The Mets are bigger than the Knicks. Evan Flores. I never said that. Never <laughs> said that, but okay. If you want to roll with it, it's like it's your narrative. <laughs> he probably would, and then we get all the hate mail in the world. Uh, oh, but that, that'd be a, a great series. It's a lot of fun. And then the Clippers are getting washed by Luka Doncic and Luka Doncic alone. That Slovenian kid is making that team. They, I mean, they got a taste of it in the bubble last year, and he kind of showed them, like, look, I'm here to play, 
and they barely escaped Luka Doncic. I think Chris doesn't even play most of that series. He got like hurt game one or two last year. Now he's ready to go. His kid's 22 years old. This is a future MVP and future champion. He can score like nobody else in this league. He's just an all-around scorer. Three point two point in the paint. He could just he could just ball. He's just a straight up hooper. He at this point, career, I, saw some, I saw some statistic where they were talking about at this point, Luka Doncic in his career, his averages are better than Katie and LeBron were at his age in the postseason. He's having one of the best postseason stints ever. He's averaging fourth grade like 31 or two, I think it was 32, 9, and 7 in the postseason. I don't, think, I don't think a lot of people are really talking about this series in the perspective of the Mavs. I think it's just the perspective of the Clippers being the Clippers. It's so. also the fashion that they're doing it. And like Kawhi's still balling out, but like their bench is really holding them back. Who's on their bench, man? They got rid of all their bench guys from last year. Lou Will's gone. Lou Will's, Montrez Harold. That their depth is just gone. They couldn't pay it. Yeah, Doc Rivers. I mean, yeah, this is what this a, this is a, a bit, like, a bit of a season. scapegoat, but I understand, still understand that move. The Montrez Harold, like that stuff, like why did they even let him go? Like that was that was odd. And I also think but, the the Lakers series is a very exciting one too. Who are they playing again? <laughs> I forget. <laughs> What? Okay, so they're the seventh seed. Come on, who's this? Who's the two seed? That series I could give two shits about. Oh yeah, Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay, there okay, I kind of do. I kind of do give a shit about that series. I just completely forgot. In game two, I mean, well, from game one, Chris Paul got hurt, and he barely played a game. To, game two, if anything, he was very injured. You could tell his shoulder was killing him. They barely lost. If he's gonna like this is Ryan of the Rockets were like if he stays healthy they could win but if he get if he's a problem and he's hurt or misses games it's gonna be tough for them especially AD the way he played last game like AD had 13 points in the first game people were calling him washed already then to see him come out in game two and absolutely light the place up uh, the people people who say Anthony Davis is washed like go home bro <laughs> like what. You, you can't forget who he is. Maybe he's not exactly. a top five player anymore, but he's still a top ten sure. guy. Maybe, still okay, maybe scoring threat. So the only thing they're hot holding from that are the injuries he's had this year. Exactly. I was gonna say. I was gonna say like fitness is like has been an issue. At his full like, power, he's just as good as anybody else in the league. Like yeah, it wasn't like two year, like a year or two ago. People were like, he was the hottest thing on like the market yeah, on the trade market of, he's one of the like bet he's a one of the best defenders in the league and for don't forget he was a runner up for defensive player of the year last year he and can score kind of, yeah. he can shoot the three ball yeah he's just elite but no he's washed like lebron sometimes it's funny though with lebron though. like i'll watch in the first half and lebron's like shoot a bunch of jump shots and threes and maybe misses a couple and for some reason when it gets to like late in the third into the fourth he like remembers he's lebron james and just starts lighting the place up. It's like he's like taking it like in the first half, he's like assistant passing it. Then he's like, I'm tired of this. I'm just gonna go off and tomahawk the ball on anybody in my path. He's like, Oh, wait, I'm six foot nine. I'm gonna just, <laughs> just tomahawk the ball on anybody in my path. 
but he he's really just something else. Like I, well, it's crazy to think though we're seeing like the tail end of his career. Like we kind of forget, we're, like he we grew missing. up on LeBron. Like this was as much as like he angered me because of how great he was. Like he was always in the finals. It's like bro, especially when he was in the East because my teams are in the Eastern Conference. It was so irritating because it was like okay, we have no shot this year. Pack it up, move on for the next. You know, but. It's just greatness. It's gonna be. It's gonna be sad when he leaves. But bro, what was that flop? That's all I have to say. <laughs> God forbid, bro. Like, like even there was LeBron like a... fans were like, it's not even defendable. It's like, get up. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like, like the play where KD fell on his shoulder, and it looked like he honestly, I thought he was done for the game. The way he fell, I don't know if you saw it. He had tripped and he fell like his no. legs were up in the air, his shoulder directly into the hardwood, and he just stood back up. Like LeBron got boxed up by CP3 and just launched himself. <laughs> I was like, come on, bro. Then there's like a scuffle okay. afterwards. I'm like, come on, come on, guys. And then my nets are just absolutely running through the Celtics. It's great to see. It feels so good. I watched the I we had season tickets in Jersey. I we split with a couple of our neighbors. Do you know what it's like to watch your team start off the year 28 and 2 and win 12 games on a year? No. Uh, 20 How does it two, feel? My apologies. 2 and 28, not 28. That's what I thought. And so we start, I'm saying, when we were in Jersey, 2 and 28 and won 12 games on the year. I, it was painful to watch games in Jersey. The, the stadium and Prudential was not that great. There wasn't really much. Don't, don't tell Dan base. that. It's not a good stadium. It's okay. It exists basically. It's not. It's not yeah. horrendous, but it's not good. It's kind of like we'll play in it. For it's now. fine. That's it's what, not the Izod Center. Oh, bro, we played the Izod Center. I was that place play. is a dump. Well, it was a dump. It's not there. Imagine anymore. a professional basketball team. You're the Nets. You're playing the Izod Center. I've never seen a basketball Who game. Who wears eyes out of clothing? Like, <laughs> I don't, do I still own some eyes out clothing? But I'm saying though, it's not like you're not like hyped about eyes out. Like it's just kind of like you're like plain white tees. Oh, and you're okay, like, I'm not talking about the, the the branding. I'm talking about the arena itself. But, it's but I'm an saying though, crap. The school. I'm saying though, square one is the fact that they're sponsored by eyes So that should have been the red flag. Okay, the right okay. at the, right at the gate. Horrendous stadium, but to see the Nets where they are now, I don't even care that there's bandwagon. Just join the bandwagon. I love to see more Nets fans because I was at a point like I've said, I've mentioned this a million times, watching this big three Celtics play in New Jersey and see only green in the crowd. And it's a horrendous sight to see more Nets fans is a great sight. Love the culture. Brooklyn is beautiful for the culture for the game. A lot of Brooklyn fans, a lot bigger of a market. And you got a couple more years of KD and Kyrie. Hopefully, they can get it done this year. They're heavy favorites. If they fall anything short of an NBA championship, it'll be a bust of the year. That's the expectation. But you know who concerns me most at anybody in this in this um, in the entire league? Who? It's Milwaukee. Why do you think that? Because of their defensive capabilities, to be brutally honest. Like, I think we can outshoot a lot of those teams in the West. We can even so, – like, I know teams like the Jazz are very good defensively. I think they're the best defensive team in the league with Rudy. But, that, I don't know, that doesn't concern me because Rudy's going to be locking down who? 
DeAndre Jordan, Nicholas Claxton. My concern mm-hmm. is Drew Holiday covering Kyrie. Once again, Kyrie is so score, but once again, it's all about limiting. We're not the best defensive team, so you have Drew Holiday and Kyrie. Drew Holiday's got like, given a lot of guards some problems. He's arguably the best defensive guard in the league. He's the real deal. You have Giannis covering KD, who was a former defensive player of the year. This is a real solid team that works phenomenally together, and they can score the ball. They scare me easily more out of anybody else. So I think we get through them, we could beat anybody else. I think so. I don't like, know who else can match I up. Get, I guess the Sixers, but I don't see them being able to score at the same volume. Yeah, not score. Uh, they've they could definitely limit they, they, scoring, done, but they can't score as much themselves outside of what Ben Simmons on fast breaks and Joel Embiid. Well, the, the Wizards are making them look good on offense. So, but tell me about that series, though. Give, give me the breakdown. Like, how are you feeling about that? Disappointed. I'm not gonna lie. I thought because like, like, we were talking about this yesterday. It's Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, and the Goon Squad, like. It, those two guys have to score like 70, 80 points combined to win a game. And the, but the thing is, they're trying, they're trying way too hard. I, like Westbrook struggled. Like that, like this is like the big issue that I had with Westbrook with when that trade happened was for moments like the like this, where he's trying a little too hard to do everything, which is trying to draw fouls and they're not drawing fouls. Okay, I guess I need to do a jump shot. Oh, wait a minute, my jump shot's absolute crap. He tries a little too much. He, they're turning over the ball. Okay, Bradley, here you go. Try to shoot it. But the thing is, well, then he, like, you've seen times where he's tried to put the ball in his teammate's hand, and nobody else can get it done other than Bradley Beal. Okay, and then he gets it back, and just but it's saying, the worst combination of everything. I'm saying, though, you're almost setting up for failure by not giving him – like the only other person that can see knockdown shots is like Bertans on an open three. And even he played terrible. But I'm saying, though, and he's locked not, up you're not huge giving deal. him – this is a terrible roster. Let's be real. You have a lot it's of not young, a terrible roster. You have a lot of young guys with potential. This is you guys are like in the middle grounds where like you have a couple stars bringing your team up to a higher level than you should be, and a bunch of young guys that still need to develop. We're in the so, worst position. Yeah, we're exactly. in the worst position right so now. So what do you do now? Do you trade the young pieces to try and win now, or do you get rid of the stars to let your young guys develop? Because when you try and do both, it never works. Well, you're locked up in a bunch of deals, so I guess it's trade your youngsters. You're gonna have, then you're gonna have to get rid of Avdia. I'm pretty sure Hachim. No, well, well, the thing, well, the, the thing is, ideally, you gotta sign players because there's some places I like besides that's, that's what you're saying. Besides, with besides Westbrook and Beal, I, and I like Hachimura. I like Daniel Gaffer. I think Avdia can be move, developed. Avdia can stay, but you're gonna have to move Hachimura if you're gonna try and win now. Well, he's a fine piece. I want to keep him. And well, like, what package are you? What you're gonna give it a bunch of your youngsters to get? Who's on the market? I don't. I don't know. We were talking about this last time. I forget what we were talking about. There's someone like, huge. I, I don't. I, I forget. I think Kawhi is hitting the market, but once again, he's not coming to Washington. He's not going to Washington. If he goes to Washington, I'll. I don't know what I'll do, but like they got. Well, like I keep saying, they got to fire their coach. They might not do it, but. It's like everything that I didn't want. It's like being the Vikings in the NFL. You're just good enough to make the playoffs, but you shouldn't be. And then 
It's just a debacle. You don't have a high like, pick. You don't have any. You don't have any recognizable future. What do you do? Like the Wizards. Like I thought they were. I thought it should have been. This should be like a one-one series. They've the hot. They were the hottest team in the NBA in the latter latter half. Why of the it league. should it be in a one-one series? They're terrible. They're playing terrible. My apologies. They, 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 they kept up in the first game. They were winning at halftime, and then. When you don't make adjustments in the second half, I hate seeing that and, slander too because he's really insanely talented. He's phenomenal. He's, he's an insanely talented but player. Him and, and I'm to fail in Washington. He I know. Have the shooters I know. He is better I know, than John I know. Wall will ever hope to be for Washington. Okay, relax. John Wall. John Wall did in, in Washington was in, insane. With All a right? good roster. If you put Russell Westbrook in Jamal's position and Washington with what he had, he takes the second, third round. John Wall did do that. He got in the second the round second a couple round. times. With a good roster, though, and did what? Russell he made the second round. And, and John Wall had some good than, series. John, he can do everything John Wall can do better. And the only thing you could argue is shooting. A shooting 150,000%. It's not and I think that's a percent. He's a mediocre shooter. Who? John Wall. And what is Westbrook? But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, that's why it's not. He, a trillion times it, it's, it's like, John Wall by a. It's, but it's I'm Wall saying, by I'd a rather take the decrease on the shooting to get better defending, playmaking, dunking, dry, everything. Well, th- don't discredit Wall's game. Wall was the. No, not he was the him, only. He was the only thing that was. That Russell Westbrook is one of the best to ever do it, period. I'm no rest is tolerated on this podcast. I, I agree. I agree. But let's not forget that John Wall was carrying that Wizards team in 2017 against Boston on in round two, and they were outplayed because Isaiah Thomas just went like sicko mode and dropped like 50 like every Russ, game. Russ would have locked them. I forget. Was he guarded by Wall? Or was Wall injured? I forget. When is but, injured? but anyways, and then the, the and then him getting popcorn dumped on the head was insanely disrespectful. You say I would have. He almost went meta world peace on him and jumped in the crowd. I would have joined. <laughs> if I was, I would have joined him. And it says nothing more than how garbage Philly fans are. We've talked about this many times in the past. Doesn't matter what sport it is. Doesn't matter where what we're talking about. What arena? Philly fans are the most garbage human beings. It's like. Congrats! It's like take your win and just be happy. Like you always like, got to like, like, dump popcorn like, Russell Westbrook, and he just beat. Yeah, remember that case you had bro. with the Jazz? He just beat that lawsuit. It officially got dropped. Like he had that was like a hundred thousand dollar lawsuit or a million, something. It was a big lawsuit against Russ for, for like defamation or something like that. Remember what that incident we had with the Jazz with that lady in 2019 it was like she was uh, talking he made fun of her or something like that i forget what it was oh i can't forget, I forget but i got dropped but... good thing it did because it's it's like watching russ versus the people bro and i love it because i'm on i'm on russell's side 1000 percent. it boggles my mind that people don't remember the malice at the palace that these athletes can easily whoop your ass that and can easily and, and, and like like the like the invisible barrier that could easily be broken. Like you're not in that barrier anymore. Sure, you can chirp him. I don't think, I don't him, think, I don't think Russ will jump in the crowd like that, but he will definitely speak his mind and get in your face. As he should. Exactly. Well, the, the fan got is indefinitely suspended. So that's that's a good start. Hopefully he never sets foot on any NBA 
arena ever nice, again. Man. Yeah, like how do they enforce good. that though? Like, I feel like if you just showed up, no one would recognize them. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how that would work. I think, yeah. I've, I've never been banned, so I'm not sure yet. Who knows? It's like what's his name was banned from um the uh the garden. Right? Uh Charles Oakley. Charles Oakley, isn't he banned from the garden? I think he is still. Yeah. That was a different well, debacle with Dolan being Dolan, yeah. you know? Yeah, but that's a different story. You're Charles Oakley. Like, that's easily recognizable compared to Section 205. No, he, row was like, he was like courtside. Like, it's it was like in the third row, something like that. But, anyways, you know what I mean? Like, but oh well, I guess take at least. At least don't get swept, I guess. I'm just going to take a, I need to take a quick sneak peek on the scores right now. Okay, the Bucks officially won. They're up 3-0. They're going to get swept next game. The Suns-Lakers game is about to start. I'm about to be watching that. Hype. Nuggets Trailblazers right after that, too. Another huge game. It's 1-1 right now. Let's see what the MVP, future MVP Nikola Jokic can do. But you know what I'm talking about? Who do you think? Is the worst MVP of re- let's say the last two decades for what? Just worst MVP because people have been talking in about all this. sports. No, 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 in basketball or basketball. So people well, are saying well, there's three favorite up- answers, right? You have the second time Steve Nash won when Kobe should have won, right? Okay, I'm, I'm you looking have, up. You MVP. have people are saying that D Rose and Nikola Jokic if he wins. Those are people's big three of the worst MVP to win. Well, come on! Like, let's not disrespect how D Rose plays. Like, look what we doing here. I'm gonna have to pick that. I'm gonna have to pick that. Um, Steve Nash's second MVP. He's still MVP. Cali, don't get me wrong. Kobe should have won, and it just wasn't as electric of an MVP season. And then uh, I say, then D Rose, then Jokic. I think Jokic had a better season than D Rose did that year. Yeah, I guess so. Uh. I'm I'm not saying which one call it D Rose because he was just on a different level. No, not pick it. D Rose was just the same. Uh, yeah, we're kind of seeing that with John Morant's turning into that little by little. He dropped like what forty something last night for Memphis. We didn't even talk about that series. Yeah, he's that- a. He's a good player, you know. He's a good That's another player. one. That's what Memphis Jazz. Now that now that but they're saying though, they lost by like 12 points. Donovan Mitchell's back from injury. He hasn't been there in a while and he just went off. I saw I think the Grizzlies had a real chance if Donovan didn't come back. But now that Donovan Mitchell's back, I think they're gonna win like the next three games. Like they start off one oh, and I think Jazz just win the next three and finish in five. Yeah. They're the better team, so better defensively, and now you brought your best player back. They should be fine. Oh, they're more should be fine. fine. Yeah, but yeah, well, look at this here. Where is it? More, Mister Morant had on in forty three minutes. He had forty seven points, four rebounds, seven assists. His dunking build is insane, and he's one of the best playmakers in the league. And this Dude, is it's like, a, overall, man. it's like a consistent back and forth that I have with Carlos of who's better, John Morant and Trey Young. And honestly, I've been changing my mind little by little. I'm like, wow, John Morant, look, I'm 47, but at the same time, Trey Young is really that dude. He is that dude. 
and uh, I'm rooting against him for sure. But uh, he is that I dude. Lo- I love guys that have the entire world against them and everything to prove. I love stories like that. And I see that in Trey Young. And it's just, exi- I'm rooting for him a thousand percent. Thank God I'm not a, a Nick fan because I would be just yelling and screaming yeah. and everything mm-hmm. about Trey Young. When you're playing, but I'm still you obviously hate against him. You, him, hate, but, him. you yeah. hate him when he's against you, but damn, you got to respect the kid. Not as I've seen, I, I've seen way, way too many mech killers in my life to like, I, I, now it's like, okay. Especially your own. Relax. Daniel Murphy might have been the most painful mech killer. No, nah, we've seen worse. Oh, we've, we've, seen, worse. we've definitely seen better players, but it might have been, I feel like it could have stung the most. Because you had the well, chance like, to bring him back. And he was well, on like, your team in that huge postseason run. And for him to bat like 450 against you guys in the next three years. You can't you tell me that's Sandy the most pain- for that. You can't tell me it wasn't the most painful in your lifetime. Of course it is. He carried us. We think it didn't sting. God, that run was awesome. I was until the bad. end. My dad is a Mets fan, so just uh, uh, that I was excited to see it. Like, did I want them to fall short? Yes, but it was exciting, bro. That was exhilarating. Especially, especially that NLDS series against the Dodgers. Ho ho ho! It took, it took years Black off Knight of me, bro. Was exciting. Matt Harvey was. Did I say what did I say? The Black Knight. I fully meant the Dark Knight. Besides the point, Matt Harvey was that dude. He, had he was untouchable off-speed pitches. Didn't throw that fast through like ninety-three four-mile-an-hour fastball, but his off-speed was untouchable. That makes me so sad. Jacob DeGrom was the number three on that roster. He was like the number four, for crying out loud. No, he was not the number four. Who, who else was there? It was him. him. It was it was Wheeler was hurt it that was, year. No, Wheeler was healthy. It was, was Syndergaard. It was people had Mats. No, Mats was not ahead of DeGrom that year. I'm pretty sure DeGrom was the three on that Be, roster. It was te- technically like he was either three or five, Mr. Grom. Whatever. Is, it didn't DeGrom matter. is, I'm telling you now, going to retire as the best Met, period. Well, I don't want to jinx it. So who knows? He's on track. He's on track. He's on track. Think, Not even it, it will help. Pitcher. It will help. He's on track to be the best Met, period. It will help if he wins a World Series. I think it's not It's not like football where you need a World Series on your resume because for God's sakes, they can't hit the ball. Look at his numbers and what he's done for him to have barely above 500 records. That's another thing that I think doesn't matter for pitchers. I I agree. It's postseason performance. It, it, it's, if it's you're still performing like... at a championship level, that's perfectly enough for me. Look, it okay. Well, we'll see when his career is over and where he ranks compared to Tom Seaver. Like if you're talking about World Series, well, I don't care. Seaver had better hitting. Well, that was that was 50 years ago. I, I wasn't around to, to watch the games, so you can't but, but, but he's you've the, seen some clips and you've well, seen the numbers. I, I've I've seen the clips, I've seen the numbers, I've seen how much heartbreak it it took him like the heartbreak my dad witnessed when he got traded the first time. What did he win? Three Scions? Something like that. DeGrom's gonna win his third this year if he stays on pace. I would think so. He's on pace to take his third this year. So that puts him on pace for Scions. Good one last what? year. 
No. But he could shouldn't have. have one last year. He was the only thing injuries kind of held him back a little bit. It was a, and it was also Trevor was Bauer weird, was it was a weird year, and Trevor Bauer was just insane. He was so, a conversation though. So. He he should have been in the conversation, but he should not have won. Yeah, you're for right. him to and to think to think about it, a down year for Jake Legrom was a silent conversation. Yeah, yeah. Seaver has three Cy Youngs. The, like, the only reason why I'm, it's like, when do you overtake? Tom Seaver is because like his like his nickname is Tom Terrific. He's he's Mr. Met. He has a stat. He's gonna have a statue unveiled and, in front of City Field. Like he's Mr. He's like the guy. I don't know. Ever since Jacob Degrom buzzed his head, he's just been the best dude. Period. He has been the best dude. I'm not disagreeing. Like who knows? It's ever since he we buzzed could be saying head. we could honestly yeah. Remember it's, when there was rumors he could get sent to the Yankees? This was before he went. Like instant, this was like, like years ago. Yeah, thank God. This is when he had the long hair, and they're like, "Oh, if he has to go to the Yankees, okay. they're gonna have to, okay. well, gonna have that, to well, shave his head. I, he's gonna I, have to cut his hair." I don't even think that was like years ago. That was like probably like two, three years ago. When like so that's, is that not and, years ago? Well, you're making it seem like years ago. Like it was like, it was like he four, just like got called up. Ago. It was like four years ago. How you sound? It was like it was. 2016, 2015. Sorry, it was 2017. God, it's been four years already, hasn't it? <laughs> you say, wow, 2016 or 2017. My apologies. Well, I, I keep forgetting that time flies. We graduated three years ago. Like, time doesn't slow down for us. And we graduate again in a year. God damn it, bro. But. Yeah, imagine if he got sent to the Yankees and had the career he's having now on the Yankees, I think you couldn't live with yourself. Like you might honestly have just ended it. I think that I would have died. I would the thing is though, especially the Yankees, I don't think you could have ever seen me again. It's not only he would probably be just as dominant, it's the return that we would get is absolute horseshit. And we have hit it. And we are horseshit. <laughs> this is no match if he didn't have his pitching to win you more games. It would just be, it'd be a perfect storm of you to end it all. You and Gus would have like a suicide pack. <laughs> my, well, my dad's witnessed like, like I've witnessed some bad stuff, but like my dad's witnessed the worst of Mets. I mean, yeah. Metsing it, Mets. Remember when they had Nolan Ryan? Damn. And they traded him for peanuts. He turned out pretty decent. He was okay. Was Who's okay. the worst guy you think you ever traded? Was it Nolan Ryan? Like the best, sorry, the worst trade you ever made, and he turned out to be the best. I, I phrased that. Best. Well, yeah, it's got it's got to be Nolan. Who else is in that? Where did, where, like, where's Daniel Murphy on the list? Who's some other guys? Well, he wasn't there? traded. Sorry. who so. Or even let go, let's say. Well. Thank God you guys held up to Yoannis, though. He really panned out after that contract you gave him. I would have. But I though, he definitely should have. But it's just like, of course, when you decide to hold on to him, he just crumbles and then takes a COVID year off and is hurt. And then goes to with his your ranch. Luck, with your luck that um, he would have gone to like the Dodgers and been the best hitter. I uh, wouldn't be shocked. Months. He was good the year after. 
and he was that good. Parakeet like was the, iconic. That parakeet was absolutely incredible. And that 2015 run, he was electric. Mm-hmm. 100%. Don't ruin my fun. I've been optimistic for like way too much of my life and been that. disappointed. Like, of the banners when you guys have like division champion runner up. Can I be happy for once, bro? <laughs> I'm like, bro, you guys really have like a. Lindor batted above 200 this week. Banner up and <laughs> banner up. You can, the I think you'll be great if you can like shut the fuck up for like five seconds. The, like that would be great. Hysterical. We, we're gonna go to the, that subway series. That's gonna be fun. That like that honestly could be like the worst game of all time because both of these teams cannot hit to save their fucking lives. The Yankees like, definitely it's hit a, better. Than, the Yankees are hot and cold. They could either score zero runs or ten what? runs, and you don't know. It's kind of like the Mets, but the thing is, they have everyone injured. Everyone. So who do we, we have? Voight's injured. Our pitching, ha- uh, pitching oh, staff is gone. Oh, oh no. We paid Everyone's injured. Carlo, everyone Jean, Jean is Carlo injured. Stanley. Everyone is injured for like, the Mets. You're, you're there are 17 people on the IL okay, for the Mets. Point, though, but like Stan is on that same tier with Lindor where, where it's like, it's just so painful to see how much money we gave him for him to like exist. But Stan has definitely panned out more honestly than Lindor. The only reason why he's getting as much well, because he's he's been there longer. Let's relax here. Like he's he's been there for like okay, that's fair. So. That's fair. It's it's still too early to tell for Lindor and also Stan. At least if he sh- he's let's say even if they're both batting at the similar standards, Stan is still like all those hits are like home runs basically. So his RBIs are definitely significantly higher. But your point for injuries. We got a lot of injuries. Everyone is injured Corey for the Mets. That, like left in like the second, third inning the other night. He was like, my lat is sore or something like that. And just dipped. I was like, wow. Everyone is injured for the Mets. They just announced like yesterday that Syndergaard's out until August. Like let's see, Mets, let's see, Mets everyone, it's literally everyone. Like, like almost that entire is opening Syndergaard day roster even, like, is on injured. the team anymore. I don't know when the last time I've seen him make a start. It's been almost two years. Two years? It's been 2019 because he had what? Tommy John last yes. year, and he's been recovering, and he had a rehab stint the other day. And now he's injured again, and he won't be back until August. Okay, and so Carlos I, and Carlos Carrasco is also injured until like late June now. Okay, so we have notable people. I'm not going to read everybody, but notable people. We have uh, Clark Schmidt, we have Aaron Hicks, Corey Kluber, Stanton, Voight, Britton, Severino. Honestly, is the same boat as as Cindergard where they just don't even play anymore. Yeah, that's that's about it. Like that's about the most notable ones. Okay, great. So we have P. Alonzo, Michael Conforto, Pull Jeff here. McNeil, JD Davis, Brandon Nemo. JD Davis, we, bro. We, he was hitting just fine. Uh, <laughs> just fine. He was seeing like I think he was seeing like over 300. He was like our only good hitter and then injury. And then we had DeGrom out for a little bit. Uh, Taiwan Walker was injured, and now he's coming back finally. Uh, Carrasco and and Cindergard, uh, and even like Nimmo's backup, Kevin Pillar, who got 
a ball right in the face. Uh, Albert Almora. That's like how many guys that list like nine, 10 guys. Like even like Jordan Yamamoto, who was like our seventh guy to replace everyone that I just named is also injured. So our depth is getting injured and we're going to Cameron Mabin, who is like over 25 to start his Met career. And we're somehow first. Your yeah, division is so. easily the worst in baseball. It's amazing. It is the worst, but the thing is, I don't care. All right. It's we're 24 and 20. Way. Not really, though. It, it, it went their way, and then it's like, okay, wait a minute. How do we? And the baseball guy's like, okay, this is a little Injure too much fun. Injure everyone. Exactly. <laughs> Now I'm just waiting for the bullpen to just fall apart. Like that's that's the inevitable. I'll the starting pitchers the Grom, could injured. If the Grom has an injury, just pack it up. They should just like wave the white flag and like pack it up for the season and start rehabbing. Well, he did got injured. I know, but I'm saying like injured. injured, injured. Like that was like like well, I don't that's like the that. type of injury where it's like a minor one where it's like a little pain where it's like they don't want to risk it with him. Well, well, that's well that that I'll be painful. But the thing is, Marcus Stroman's been playing great. Tymon Walker has been signing of the season. I don't want to think about anything else because I just want to be happy. Shohei Otani looks like he's going to be like the next Babe Ruth. Well, it doesn't matter because he's on the Angels, so. Trout's still best player in the league. Nothing's changed. Yeah. The Angels suck. They should, like, honestly, they should just relocate. Like, just honestly, not even like Montreal. Like, just go like Mexico or something. Like, just move this team. Like this, like dissolve this team. They like this team, team don't Rico. deserve. Move them to Puerto Rico. I don't care. Like this team is just. How about just dissolve this team? What? The only question is the market, though. They just dissolve this team. Like this team, like they can sign anyone. They signed Rendon, what last offseason, two offseasons ago, and they still stink. And then, and yeah, just. But. That's impressive how bad they are. Like, really, really bad. Just. I don't know why. How long do they have Trout left on that whatever mega, super mega deal? They are, they even half, are they even halfway through that deal? Like. What do you sign for, like, 13 years? More? Something like that. He's going to be there till Baseball his late 30s. That. Baseball does. Baseball gives the craziest contracts. You're like, we're going to sign you for. A, a, your lifetime. Well, even then, like when you get called up, you, like the team has control of you until you're like 28. And what it's what's the craziest thing about it is they damn well know they're only getting half those years as productive years, but they do not care. Like if you sign a they guy don't for this, if you sign a guy for a decade and you get more than five solid productive years, you're thrilled. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm waiting for that for Lindor. It's going to happen. How many years did they put him on? 10. I thought it was like six to eight, but 10. There was 10. Technically, it doesn't kick until next year. So, because this is because this, because he still had this year to play for his existing deal. I got you. I got you. That's crazy. So, you're going to turn around. Uniform for a while. Yeah, he's gonna turn around. I'm confident he's gonna turn Thinking around, but it's be just been brutal. 30s when he's done with the Mets. That's crazy. It's crazy. 
I don't know where I'll be in 10 years. It's scary. Hopefully not here. <laughs> I, I, I we would sell the podcast. We'd be millionaires. That, that, that's when um Joe Rogan buys us. Right, right. That's it. With our Spotify exclusive. I think we got a we got a lot in today. This is this is our last, hopefully last Zoom podcast. You're about to see me and Toast live at it again. He's gonna be yelling at my face as you know the pre-video era. But yeah, was that when did when do we start this? How long ago was that? Like late January. It was like mid late January we started doing the Zoom. Damn. So it's been so it's pretty much been the entirety of this year. Pretty much. We gotta check the first episode and we gotta the, the anniversary we're gonna do something big and extract well the first episode was that was November. Like mid-November was the first one. Yeah, so. that's what's enough. For the first episode, there's gonna be an extravaganza. Yeah. So we we have some time to plan. That's like that's in six months. So we'll we have some time to think about that. But uh but thing, as I like to say, as always, thank you for everybody who listens. You mean the world to us. You allow us, you know, talk our nonsense for me to yell at toast on on our our little show here. And like, what? you all. And of course, of course, for toast to more than likely yell at me about Tua. But anyways, six if you, one. If you, if you enjoy right? the Tua slander, if you enjoy the jokes, you know, give us a follow on the gram. Check out the YouTube. And uh, the Twitter. Be excited for some new teasers coming soon. We got big things coming in the next about week. And you know yeah, it is. Yeah. We'll see us soon. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>